This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, December 6, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. Consumer spending is an important part of the economy, but should that be the sole focus of policymakers seeking to jumpstart the economy? Cato Institute senior fellow Dan Mitchell believes Keynesian pump priming in the form of stimulus puts the cart before the horse in terms of sustained economic performance. We spoke last week. When people watch news coverage about the economy, there is the refrain over and over and over, 70% of the economy, it's consumer spending. We got to get that consumer spending back up. These are policies to get that consumer spending back up. And that's, that's what we hear. Everyone assumes consumer spending is the driving force in the economy, but that puts the cart before the horse. Consumer spending is a reflection of a good economy. It's not the cause of a good economy. And I think some politicians in Washington deliberately misinterpret that statistic because they use it as a rationale for Keynesian so-called stimulus programs, the idea that government's going to spend a bunch of money, it's going to go into the pockets of consumers who will then go out and spend the money. Well, the problem is, is that that misinterprets what causes growth. How do Keynesians see it? Keynesians think that by encouraging consumer spending, you're going to be priming the pump and getting the economy rolling faster. But this misses the uh, central point that's important, which is that if all you're doing is reducing the investment component of GDP in order to increase the consumption component of GDP through the mechanism of some Keynesian government program, you're obviously not increasing national output. And this gets at the importance of whether or not we should be looking at GDP, gross domestic product, versus gross domestic income. Gross domestic product simply measures how we allocate our national income. Gross domestic income measures the components of that national income, things like employee compensation, corporate profits, small business income. Now, what's economic growth? Economic growth is having more national income. So shouldn't we therefore focus on the components of national income and figure out how to increase those rather than looking at how national income is allocated through GDP, which is more of a after-the-fact measure of our prosperity. So cart before the horse, GDP being a result rather than uh, a cause, how would uh, this gross domestic income, how is a a more uh, careful focus on that, what does that do? If people focus on gross domestic income, or actually national income is really the, the key thing to look at, I think there's much there's a much greater understanding of what are the policies needed to have the economy grow faster. When you're looking at national income and you see those components such as employee compensation and business profits, obviously you want to figure out ways to give people more incentives to be more productive and you're much less likely uh, to be increasing the burden of government when you understand it's the private sector that's really the driving force in economic growth. Unfortunately, in Washington, people look at GDP, uh, gross domestic product, which is simply how we allocate our income. Well, you can redistribute and re-slice the pie all you want with a given amount of income. That doesn't increase the pie. And that's why looking at GDP in general and consumer spending specifically misses the point. Is part of this just a misunderstanding about the nature of profits themselves? We all know that economic recoveries are sparked by profits, but this seems to be, uh, if, if you're correct about the cart being before the horse, creating profits where they're not, they don't exist. I don't know whether there's a deliberate misinterpretation of these statistics or whether it's 
just naivete about how the economy works. All I know is that if we focus on national income, the gross domestic income side of national uh, income and products accounts, we're more likely to get good results, where if we focus on the allocation side, gross domestic product, GDP, that's where Keynesian uh, policy tends to come from. Now, if I was a retailer, obviously, I love for there to be more consumer spending. But at the end of the day, if I'm thinking about what are my long-term prospects for more, pro- more prosperity, even as a retailer, I would want the politicians in Washington to focus on policies that give us more national income. Because if our national income is growing 3% a year as a retailer, in the long run, that's going to make me much more prosperous than if the politicians do this short-run Keynesian pump priming designed to stimulate consumer spending. But it, as a result, we might only grow 2% a year in the future. Who are the chief proponents of this line of thinking when it comes to pump priming, the, the president uh, accepted? The Keynesians have always liked the construct of gross domestic product because it fits in well with their mechanistic models that allegedly show that every dollar of government spending is going to yield a multiplier effect. You may remember that ridiculous term from the debate about Obama stimulus. But of course, let's just look at what's happened ever since the so-called stimulus was enacted. The Obama White House promised that unemployment would stay under 8%, and instead, we've had the longest period of 9% plus unemployment since the Great Depression. Making government bigger just doesn't work. It didn't work for Bush in 2008, didn't work for Obama last year. We can go all the way back to Hoover and Roosevelt. It didn't work. But those simplistic GDP models where you assume that government spending is some sort of magic manna that rains down from heaven that can be used to stimulate consumer spending, that's what leads people to make these mistakes. And again, all that we really have to understand is what is the horse and what is the cart. It's the economy that drives consumer spending, not the other way around. Dan Mitchell is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more on what gets economies moving at Cato.org.